0: Welcome to Redleaf Leaf Retrocast Gaming. We're doing retro games. It's episode 123. We've done a lot of these. Joey, Colin, we're back with Joey's pick today. How you feeling? Yes,
1: my pick. Feeling great.
2: Feeling okay. Aside from having all water levels this time. Uh yes. Joey, what was the theme
0: <laughs> of your the pick? Theme
1: is Under
0: the Sea. Speak up into the mic, buddy.
1: I said the theme is under the sea.
0: That does not sound like a, uh, what is it, a British crab? (laughs) Is he
1: British? No British crab here. But although there is a level No, he's like Jamaican. He's a Jamaican crab. You did not sound like a Jamaican (laughs) crab. No, I did not. But there is a level that's not under the sea. I mean, it's in water in the sky.
0: (laughs) It's still a water level. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, still counts dude. I mean, I guess there is a third part, so whatever. I picked this cuz I wanted pain.
0: Well, you succeeded.
1: <laughs> we had too many good games.
0: Yeah, over the last so couple of weeks. Have have back- over the last couple of weeks, I'm like, man, I could watch this cool anime that just came out. There's a lot of cool sequels, Bleach is back. I'm all excited about that. And then I'm looking at the two games for this podcast and I went, uh no, I'll do it tomorrow. No, I'll do it tomorrow. And then uh, it was <laughs> October 16th, and I went, I got to play these games now. <laughs> the two hours was not hit on each of these games. I will say that much.
1: I mean, he was going to put two hours into these games anyway.
0: Um, not me, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> especially, I mean, I'm pretty especially sure after you beat up. Beat one in two hours <laughs> if you know what you're doing.
0: Uh, yeah, how long is one of these... Let's see. Actually, there's a lot of different... I'll look it up later in the podcast. But, I'm sure it's really short. I'm sure it is. Okay. So, last couple of weeks, like I said, playing a lot of... or not, play, not playing a lot of games, actually. I'm still very much just chipping away at Triangle Strategy, and I'm getting pretty hyped for Bayonetta 3 coming out in uh, a couple of weeks, which I don't know do if hear? I'm
1: gonna be able to he can play actually it. get it with the voice actor and not coming back because a want voice totally actor getting
0: or- underpaid and refusing does not yeah. impact my opinion okay and buying a game fair enough especially in the wide range of things to complain about in the gaming industry <laughs> <laughs> so colin have you heard of this story
2: yeah heard about it yesterday she was only offered $4,000 to do the entire game. That's less than I make in a month. Right.
0: So, yes, she, she was in a right to say, this is insulting, I'm not doing it. And that's the end of the story as far as I'm concerned. It's like, okay, they yeah. didn't want to pay her. They could probably get some other British person to uh do the voice, and I believe... Did Bay 3 go through, like, dev issues of some kind, I think? Probably.
2: I haven't heard about it.
0: Yeah. It just seems very strange that all of a sudden voice actors being underpaid is, like, this new issue.
1: I mean, it's always there. They're just finally speaking up against it.
0: Right, because then they'll get, like, blackballed from the industry and kind of thing, but... You know,
1: Um, I mean, it's like a claptrap. He gave his voice for free the first two games, and when he wanted to get paid for the last one, they just went with someone else.
0: Right. So you got yeah. It's the voice. The underpaid voice actors is nothing new. It's it's a it's been an ongoing issue throughout the industry. And unless you're like one of four people, you're not getting paid. So there needs to be. It's an overall problem that needs to be addressed. But am I still going to buy this game? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Definitely, actually.
2: i well, have fun with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure I'll play it in six months. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I roll. Um, anything else going on in the news world? Because that was the big one that kind of came out the last few days.
1: At least, Yeah, that's the only thing that came to my tell. mind.
0: As for me playing Triangle Strategy, again, chipping away. The maps are getting harder, getting a little bit more intense with who I put into certain battles. Um, I'm trying to learn certain tricks. There's like six characters that I'd like to use, but they're not really... I don't really know their true use in the game. So I'm really trying to figure these guys... Like one has a ladder ability and a trap ability. Another guy is like this economist and he can kind of pay off enemy members to go to your side, I guess. Um, all, all seem like useful tactics, but as soon as you get into battle and they kind of have to start defending themselves <laughs> physically, it's like, uh-oh, they're no good. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of positioning and it's it's cool st- strategic elements. This this game is really fun. I just don't tend to play it in a, in long sessions. It's, okay, I play this map for 30 minutes to an hour and then I put it down and go to bed. Uh, which is kind of what I'm in the mood for because I guys I don't know about I don't know I, Joey, you bought a house once upon a time right
1: yeah almost a year ago now
0: yeah congratulations uh, how stressful was that experience
1: super fucking stressful yeah but also it seems like you're going more stressful than I had to so it's uh
0: it's it's a very bad time. Um, I'm, I'm not sleeping well <laughs> I'm pretty sure hair is falling out at this point uh, I'm very angry I mean- all the time. And every single day seems to be something new with Dubank.
1: Yeah, it sucks. I had everything pretty much wrapped up two weeks before closing. So I just had to wait until it was done.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely in that stage. But there's there's all these conditions kind of laid out. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. I'm calling. Can't get a hold of anybody. And they tell me. uh, Anyways, it's a big long story. Colin, how are you doing?
2: Eh, can't complain. I'm glad you can. (laughs) Except I'm still burning the midnight oil at work. More 14-hour shifts being thrown my way. And on top of that, I'm back to working with another driver, which means I'm back to the usual deal of driving for half an hour and then switching to go on the back of the truck for half an hour only took about five months to get back to that. (laughs) So, physically I'm a little rusty on the lifting bins front. Right. But I've still been able to play some games.
0: What have you been playing?
2: I mean, lately, been a little addicted to Broforce again. Ah, Oh, okay. Just can't stay away from that one. It's just a very easy to pick up and play game. And it's always fun playing the old 80s action heroes. <laughs> I've also been playing a bit further through Danganronpa V3.
0: How far are Got you on that now? The,
2: beat, the, beat the third case recently. Now I'm in the build up to the fourth. And played Freedom Planet 2 briefly. Okay, tell me about it. Thoughts? Well... So far it plays pretty similar to the first game. Good. It's positive. Although, <laughs> yeah. Though using a keyboard is pretty awkward. Less positive. The uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to try using my PS4 controller soon. But Yeah, this the character sprites are a little smaller and the the levels are are definitely more elaborate. It's like the difference between the original Sonic and Sonic CD. But, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Seems to... I can't remember if this was a thing in the first game, but it has sort of an overworld map, so you can go back and replay levels. Just like uh, Mario World.
0: Yeah, I don't remember if the first game had that or not. It's been a while. It's been a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah. One thing I like is that Lilac doesn't say Cyclone every time you do the double jump just once every three or four (laughs) but aside from that my yesterday my uh my parents came by with my nephews because they were babysitting them for the weekend and we spent some time playing sonic origins they had a really fun time with that one
0: you didn't put them in their mandatory baby cage while you went went off and had fun
2: They're four and six years old.
0: Mandatory baby cage. Hey,
2: if you want to come and do it, go right ahead.
0: I will shove them in their mandatory cage. (laughs) I learned from the American (laughs) government, after all.
2: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had a pretty fun time with Sonic Origins, though they kept arguing over what character to play as. Oh. (laughs) Because they... One of them wanted to play his Knuckles, the other wanted to play his Tails. They kept changing their mind every few minutes, as kids tend to do.
0: Unbelievable, these kids. That's why you need to put (laughs) them in the cage. Let them think about what they're going to do in the future.
2: (laughs) Then they also spotted Blaster Master Zero on my main menu and wanted to play that one, so I let them play it and they had a good time with that one too. Because it's got a two player feature. One person plays as the the character in the tank and right. another has like a a target reticle on the screen that can help like shoot shoot enemies away and such. It's kind of like Mario Galaxy with the second player functionality.
0: Right. I remember. I still need yeah. to play more Mario Galaxy 2. Still need to do yeah. that. You do a lot of things, and you just make a list and commit.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on, I definitely want to show them Mario Kart Eight and uh, Mario Party. It's like, <laughs> but it's funny. By the end of our time together, once the boys were loaded into the van, one of them asked if they could stay a whole week.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, because they just want to play so, games. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I said I'd think about it. <laughs> And then I was like, three seconds later, no, <laughs> no, definitely not.
0: Oh my god, cat! Come on, make a make a, make a decision here. Ah. <laughs> it's all over
2: me. Yeah. I'd like to play more Dragon Quest Five, but I'm stuck. I need to look at a walkthrough before I can figure out where to go next Ooh. or how to get there. Really,
0: where are you stuck, and what are you uh, doing?
2: I uh, just, I'm at the town where you get the spell that lets you warp between towns, and I i hear from the, uh, the characters in Coburg, which is like the, the royalty area, that you need to go to like a southwestern area, but when I try to get there, it's like blocked off by a water, a body of water, so obviously I need to get a... A boat or a raft from somewhere. But oh, I'm not this sure. sounds very
0: familiar. I need to get. I need to. I need to just spend the next two weeks <laughs> winding down uh, and play Dragon Quest Five. That's what I need to do. I need yes, to just, you do. Yeah, I just need to binge play this this thing. And I, you know what? I might. I might get Bayonetta Three maybe next month, and just commit <laughs> to Dragon Quest V and catch up.
2: Yes, you have been lazy.
0: I will boycott the game for like two or three weeks.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, lately I've been waiting for like two days of reviews to come out. And oh, yeah. see, yeah, I'm less confident. Usually I'm pretty confident in if a game is going to come out, it's going to be pretty good. And my hit rate over the last Couple years has been has been that, but with COVID kind of impacting how games release and a lot of the new tactics, uh, I'm just not confident that the games are going to be good when they come out anymore. The only one I'm convinced is going to be the new God of War. It's coming out next month. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, Ragnarok. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Pretty sure that one's going to be good. Like, because they're they've all been good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, when the when the worst game is, oh, you know, the, we've played 5 of these already. Uh, is this one any good? And everyone's like, "Yeah, it's possibly the best graphically <laughs> game on the PS3." Like, oh, if that's the worst thing <laughs> about that, then we're we're okay. Yeah, so Dragon gotcha. Quest 5. Yeah. I got, god, that just shows how long I need to get back into it when I it sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. <laughs> You might be past where I've played, actually. At this point.
2: Maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Can't tell.
0: Yeah, it's hard to tell when I don't remember myself. Is that all the games, uh, Colin?
2: Yeah, on my end.
0: Joey, how about yourself?
1: Mm, myself. Yeah. Uh, I beat Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. And I beat the DLC. So... I like the uh, ending of the first the game itself more than the DLC ending. That fight was just so annoying.
0: The g- massive uh, evil polar bear thing.
1: Yeah, It was just annoying. Like it wasn't hard. It was just annoying because ads would spawn every so often, and they would just tackle you at the wrong time <laughs> and it just like just let me kill you. Like you're not hurting me at all, but. This is just slow. I'm gonna now, run did out of you play?
0: Did you play the DLC when you were about halfway through the game, like when it unlocks, yeah. or did you play it at the end of the game?
1: I played it at the end of the game.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So i I played I played through I played I did Horizon Zero Dawn twice. Uh, the first time, of course, was the DLC at the end, and then the next time I played through, I did the DLC about halfway through, and it was a much better experience at the halfway point, where it's kind of where it's supposed to be in in storyline.
1: Is that really where it's supposed to be? I had no idea where it was supposed to fall.
0: I mean, it's like just over halfway, but I'm just arbitrarily saying it's halfway.
1: I just figured it was at the end because it's a DLC.
0: No, um, you can't unlock it until you get to like the Sun City or whatever it was called. And then uh, that whole area is kind of unlocked for you to go to. And then you can get a bunch of... The specialty weapons and uh, I don't know I really like that that DLC it was like 6-8 hours it was pretty sick
1: I think I beat it in like 4
0: <laughs> oh you just raced through it because I was just doing all kinds yeah. of shit throughout it all and I 68 cause I was, 68 was, yeah. for a DLC that was I think I think like $15 not bad
1: <clears throat> yeah I mean the game wasn't bad I put like 41 hours in it over a month so not too shabby
0: And the story really meshed with you. It progressed pretty well.
1: Yeah, I thought the the main story was was pretty good. So, uh, I think most of the game, I didn't really have too many critiques about it, except for that, like, you have all these armors, but did you really need all these armors?
0: Um, so, okay. No. Until you play on the most hard difficulties. I found that when I found doing that and going to different areas or trying to be more stealthy or some sort of play style, that's when the armors did indeed come in, okay. come in handy. So
1: difficulty yeah, I wasn't playing in because like I just kept the stealth one until I got the uh, the ancient armor, and then there's no reason for any other armor ever.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I see. I I kind of stuck with this like fire armor. I went for more an aesthetic <laughs> playthrough uh, my first time, and then the second time uh, I played on hard difficulty and the armors definitely came into play more from stealth to environmental advantages, that kind of thing. Oh, no, I'm about to fight this enemy and stealth. it spits fire, I should probably wear the fire one kind of situation.
1: Fair enough. Just yeah, anything to take fun. less
0: damage was helpful.
1: It was a beautiful game, although sometimes the grass would screw up and start dancing randomly, so uh that was it was fun. I liked it. Uh I would like to play the second one just like the other the God of War game Ragnarok but I don't have a Playstation 5 so I can't play that but you have your best
0: friend up buying a house in Rhode Island that does
1: (laughs) (laughs) JD I'm going to come over for a month so I can beat some games
0: yes I would be totally (laughs) okay with that
1: (laughs) and uh, Friday I started playing Metro Exodus
0: which one is that in the series
1: I think it's the newest one, so whatever. I don't know what it falls under.
0: I think that's the one where I had a big issue with the, you're in the firefight and things are spraying at you from off screen and behind you. I think that's the one I had a big issue with.
1: Uh, This one came out in 2019.
0: It might be that one, yeah. Colin, didn't you play the the Metro games?
2: Uh I... I briefly played Metro twenty thirty three, but I haven't played any either of any of the rest.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, I'm trying. I, I I would have to go back and listen to my uh, review from the archives here at RLR, but uh, I think that's the case. I believe that was one of my main critiques of it.
1: Yeah, I think it's Metro twenty thirty three, and then Metro Last Light, and then Exodus.
0: <sighs> it could have been Last Light. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and re- refresh my memory.
1: But... The only thing is, like, I've, I'm have i three hours into this game, and there's still, like, a lot of like cutscenes and, like, intro stuff, and it's just... It's kind of annoying. I wish they would have, like, started the story slightly <laughs> different or something, instead of, hey, go here, and then you get this longest cutscene, and then you, like, go, like, ten feet, and then you get another cutscene. Like, I just want to play the game. Like That sounds like a modern is, game like, problem. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh... Yeah, I know, I just hate it. Like, I hate long cutscenes in the beginning of a game because when I get a game, I want to play. So let me play and slowly feed me story. Don't let me watch a movie and then get into a game.
0: I thought Horizon Zero Dawn did a very good job with
1: tackling that 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 issue. It was great. You started as the kid. They started teaching the world as you actually played. Like It didn't feel like it was forced. This one is just annoying and it's unskippable and I'm just like...
0: Yeah, you can skip those cutscenes in Horizon Zero Dawn if you so
1: choose. Yeah. Just or a lot of times with the chat, people. you can just make the chat go a little faster.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. you could do that too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll probably stick with Metro for a little longer and see if I'm gonna continue playing it.
0: Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's a case like control where the first like two or three hours is just super slow and nothing. And it's a lot of just plot and then you just get into the game and it kind of just goes from there real quick. Maybe it's something like that.
1: I'm hoping. Yeah.
0: Still haven't gotten the Control DLC. Don't think I ever will.
1: (laughs) I have that, and I haven't played them, though. Ah. I think I started one of them, but then I haven't finished it. They're good. I I played them both.
0: You you, you have no reason to steer me wrong, Colin. (laughs) Or do you?
2: Do you? Do you? I will neither confirm nor deny anything.
0: Hmm. Now he's suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Does anyone have any games that they're looking forward to, like myself with uh, God of War?
2: The only Uh. thing that comes to mind for me is uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm.
0: When's that coming out?
2: I think like next year. It was on the Nintendo Direct. Oh, okay. Let me All see. Right. The only
1: thing I'm looking forward to is a game I backed on Kickstarter. What's that called? The Store is Closed.
0: The Store is Closed. I kind of like that
1: name. Store survival. It's uh, from uh, with the SCP Foundation, the IKEA one. Ah. So, and the only reason I backed it, because the game was pretty much almost finished, they just wanted to do a couple of extra stuff before actually releasing it. Like They've already had an alpha that works. So I was like, well, I can't lose. The game is already here. It's just going to be better. Okay. So have now it, I got some keys.
0: Have any it. of you uh, tried the whole viral thing that's going around the last few weeks? It's uh, the back rooms.
1: I watched yeah. uh, a YouTube uh, series about it.
0: Yeah, same. I, wa- I watched a couple YouTubers play it, and it's very wonky and weird. It's what a weird experience. Okay, with that, I will play the drop and then we can get into our uh, topic at hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Under
0: The Sea. Joey, what is the true reason why you came up with this topic? Theme.
1: Um, Because everyone loved Echo, and I wanted to force us to play the second one.
0: I did beat that game. Once upon a time.
1: Then I had to decide a theme, and what other game I could find that sucks. So then I did Under the Water, and uh, the second game is SpongeBob. So... Just had to have a very loose theme so I can cause enough pain.
0: Mm. Well, I would say you succeeded, uh, to be honest. I think uh, all my issues with the first Echo, I was like, surely the sequel will fix them all. And it'll be even better. And then for some mm. reason, it came to my mind. You don't know what ever talks about the tides of time in the Echo series, it's only the first one. There's good reason yeah. for that now. I've discovered why. I figured it out. The puzzle has been solved. And then this second game
1: was... (laughs) Hey, it was more of a game than I thought it was going to be. Yes, uh,
0: that's true. I do uh, agree.
1: That just saves it from getting an F. (laughs) We'll talk about that one second. Let's talk about Echo. The Tides of Time. Came out in 94. Bye. Notre trade Novo Trade International. Ah okay? <laughs> uh, yes. By, uh, Very
0: common. Everyone's yeah. heard of them.
1: I've heard of them. All. They're my favorite. Yeah, They're, I mean um... it's the
0: most famous Hungarian gaming studio. Yeah,
1: how do you not know that? It's <laughs> the greatest thing ever.
0: Yeah, they made Castlevania but... on the Amiga Joey. Duh.
1: <laughs> so obviously this is the second Echo game from uh, Follows Echo the Dolphin. Uh, so, uh, this game you thought the first one was weird. This game is more weird with time traveling and morphing into birds, water in the sky. I don't know. This game is just weird.
0: They, uh, they really went heavy on the plot in this one.
1: The cutscenes, though, they're pretty cool.
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the graphics aren't that bad. for 94, so. Well it it also see
0: the key is it also came out on the Sega C D, which was what you were supposed to play it on.
1: Yeah, fair enough. But it looks like it has metaverse level graphics. So it's acceptable in today's world. Sure, yes. Yeah.
0: I tried to get a hold of the Master System (laughs) version that came out in Brazil. I was unsuccessful. Because I saw it on wiki and I'm like, oh my god, it came out on the Master System? That must be two packs of ass. I must try it. Could not get a hold of it. Because it came out in 96. <laughs> I love the just Sega Master System essential lore that's surrounding Brazil and Brazil alone. <laughs> so
1: great. Why? Was it popular in Brazil?
0: So, the, let's see if I can remember this, top of my head. The, the 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 story goes is they had a Tonka factory in Brazil, and they had the license to reproduce the Sega Master System, and that's why it was things like that, why Nintendo never took off as much as Sega did in like Europe, and particularly Brazil. And import prices were so expensive for... Nintendo that kind of the only option that was affordable was the Sega Master System and the the Genesis never I think the Genesis, they didn't have the license to reproduce the Genesis so they just stuck stuck with Master System and let's call it deconverting games onto that system as things would come out and people continued to even make games for the Master System just in Brazil
1: Okay, yeah, I'm seeing it. It's a tech toy.
0: Tech toy, that's what it is. Tonka makes the trucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tonka in the US, but they gave them liberty to manage the Sega products in Brazil. Right. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's phenomenal. So I tried to get a hold of this Echo Tides of Time Master System Brazil version. Unsuccessful. Very sad. Very, t- But I did get the Sega CD1. and You know, if you are really into... A little better graphics and music, then I guess it's a thumbs in the middle. <laughs> it's you're still playing Echo.
1: <laughs> the music in this game was perfect. Sure, yeah. I agree. I was I was blown away by the music. Like it set the scene perfectly. Like that was probably the best thing about the game was the music. And the one dolphin that told you do it. And that's it.
0: That dolphin was an asshole.
1: He was the best. Always dolphin. in my
0: way. He was so much Do bigger it. than me. Made me feel very inadequate about myself. I felt Echo's plight and ploy during this game. It's like, oh, you have telekinetic powers? Pfft, me too. <laughs> Lame.
1: Do it. <laughs> uh, I couldn't get past the ring thing. Although, after watching someone play it, I just failed on the last ring one time and then I just gave up. <laughs> Excellent. That's pseudo 3-D. Oh, don't miss too many rings or take too much damage
2: yeah those outside. those 3d sections can fuck right off <clears throat> took me at least seven tries to get it right
0: that's oh, terrible
2: I gave up after three it's every bit as awkward as playing Superman 64.
0: Ooh, I wouldn't go that far
2: I mean some of the rings move which makes it even harder and some are over the yeah. surface of the water without which is showing hard. you that they're above the water so you can't see them unless you jump above the surface. When you fail, you start all the way back at the beginning and have to swim all the way back to the gateway to try again.
1: And you can destroy the rings, too, with your Echo.
2: Yeah, that's really stupid. I mean, props for adding something new, but just because it's new and unique doesn't mean it's good.
0: Yeah, very often, right? maybe not often, but there's quite a few games on the Genesis... Uh, back in this era, where they tried the 3D uh, f- moving forward screen motion. There's there's quite a few famous games that do that. And this one was like, oh, that'll be really cool and innovative. And it just made for a bad time. <laughs> Not great. Uh, so my issue, my, my my bullet point issues with the first game was, of course... The puzzle solving was very esoteric. (laughs) Uh, Too many things kind of molded into the background and foreground. You couldn't really tell what's what. Uh, Controlling the dolphin was ass. So you have to do these precision movement, like in and around rocks falling and enemies, and you have to jump, and then hopefully when you jump, you don't land on an enemy. You know, the basic things that pretty much makes this game playable uh, all had its own flaws, and surely in the sequel they will fix all these flaws to make it a much better game. Instead, they decided to focus on better graphics and better sound. And that was it. So, by my critique of sequels, I expect either the same game or things that were (laughs) <laughs> egregiously poor, need to be fixed.
2: Uh, this did none of that. Yeah. I mean, That's for a time, point. you're invincible because you, you have your powers remaining from the last game and you didn't even have an error meter. But then a couple levels in, you'll lose them a la Metroid. Yep,
0: yeah, they take it away from you like a h- asshole. And then the game was immediately less fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I only played a couple of levels after uh, after the 3D section. Is at one point, you got to... I felt like the angry video game nerd going all the way to a crystal that has the... Has, like, the, the key password to get past another crystal. And then you run into another crystal that needs that same fucking password so you got to go all the way back to the previous crystal all the while avoiding falling rocks and it's just a pain in the ass
0: yeah i must read part of this plot for those that don't know what echo the tides of time is echo meets a dolphin with unusually long fins she is his descendant trelia who takes him to the distant future to speak with an old friend In the future, the ocean has developed its own mind and is connected across the planet by waterways traveling through the sky. The dolphins of the future have also evolved, as they are now able to fly through a combination of internal helium sacks and telekinetic powers. Yes, all all true. (laughs) This game is weird. (laughs) They're just like, what can we do to just make this game even more absurd than the first one? Because at least in the first one, everything was kind of mysterious. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And the second one, they just go, ah, everyone knows the aliens in part. Let's just make these dolphins fucking fly now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. God. Crazy stuff. Though, can't say it's boring. I mean, so much shit you wouldn't expect from a game about a fucking dolphin.
0: I mean, again, I wanted this to do to fix everything and make it like do something different level wise and I feel like they didn't even attempt to do anything like that they just wanted to make the game more weird with the the story which is pretty unacceptable to me (laughs) yeah I got very frustrated very fast I'm like this is the same fucking game I hate it
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you were in pain
0: yes I was. And with my high levels of stress, this did not help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Atlantean time machines and uh, whatever. (laughs) Let's see. The game goes for about five hours. Sure. I feel like that's made up. Uh, Let's see. How much does this game go for these days? Uh, if you want to get it on the Sega CD, it's like twenty bucks. If you want to get it on the Genesis, it's like seven. I think that's overpaying for both of them.
1: It's also part of the Sega Mega Drive Genesis Classic on Steam, so it's one of the like twenty-something games that's on there.
0: Oh, I probably have it on one of my like GameCube discs or something that I got with with the uh, compilation. Well, anyways, <laughs> emulating Sega CD games is the only way to go. Anyways. Because I don't have a Sega CD. One of the few things I don't have.
1: I'm going to pass this. You are a liar. No, I'm passing it.
0: No, Joey, you are lying. There's no way.
1: I could listen to the music all day. It
2: gets a pass.
0: Colin, he is so lying, isn't he? He's pulling pulling our strings.
2: Didn't even play past the fucking 3D section.
0: Yeah, there's no way. (laughs)
1: I'm going to pass it. Everyone needs to play this game. No, everyone. You're
2: lying. Uh,
0: I fail it easily. (laughs) It's done. Forget it.
2: I give it a soft fail anyway.
0: Ah, just soft.
2: I am desperately looking for optimism in my life right now.
0: Okay. (laughs) This was not the good. This is not the
2: one to do that. Then (laughs) Obviously. But what choice did I have? (laughs)
0: Okay uh all right joey what is our next painful experience
1: (laughs) oh yes spongebob squarepants super sponge uh came out in 2001 uh made by climax group published by thq and it's on playstation and i guess game boy game boy advance um this was a game nothing else needs to be said apparently (laughs) <laughs> the graphics surprisingly are terrible For a game that's about a cartoon I don't know how you can fuck that up
0: Really uh, I thought the art graphics were pretty good
1: I thought it was terrible
0: It looked exactly like the cartoon In a lot of ways
1: eh, I thought it was like a Low quality version of the cartoon
0: Well I mean it's on the PS1 What do you expect
1: <laughs> I mean our cartoons that hard Graphically It's a yellow sponge dude
0: did you know this was one of the most? Was, this was one of the console's best-selling games.
1: Yeah, it was part of, uh, wasn't it? Uh, I forget what it was. Uh, yeah, best-selling. It was. It was the. If you look at the ratings on Wikipedia, they're all over the place. It's oh yeah, from as low as a thirty-six to as high as a seventy-nine. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Two stars 68 percent. nobody knows about this game like it's just yeah whatever it's it's a it even got greatest hits so uh i yeah i believe i game believe
0: game. greatest hits is any game that sells more than a million copies i think that's how that works
1: and this thing just barely sold over a million let me see uh let's see wiki said 1.06 uh
0: Branding used by SCI reprints of PlayStation games. The branding is used for reprints of popular, top-selling games for each console. Uh, It doesn't seem to have Okay,
1: Here it is. Uh, Sony introduced the program for PlayStation 97. Games have become greatest hits after selling at least 150,000 copies and being on the market for at least a year. Minimum sales required eventually rose to 250,000.
0: Okay, so, then, it, so it went up 000. each so, year. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah. You know, back then, you kind of, like, I, I remember as a kid, we waited and hoped that a game would get to that greatest hits because then when it re-released, they would come out at like 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a lot of the green label games <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. Um, so... This game is a platformer, okay? Get this. Get this. The idea is for precision jumping mechanics. And yet, their brilliant idea was Spongebob is fucking wide and fat as shit jumping on these platforms that are like half his size.
1: Yeah, and the hit detection is so terrible. You think you hit, jump over one of the fucking snails or worms or whatever, and then you get hit. And you, Sonic, lose your spatulas. Yeah, so
0: here's another brilliant idea. Uh, You collect all of these... uh, What are you collecting in this fucking thing? Um,
1: Golden spatulas?
0: Is it golden spatulas? Is that what those are?
1: The coins. (laughs) They're golden spatulas.
0: Okay, so you're collecting gold coins, and if you get hit once, you lose them just like Sonic the Hedgehog. So, obviously, with also terrible hit detection, Uh, you die a lot. You're also very slighty, because I guess everything under the water is actually made out of ice. (laughs) And my favorite part, obviously, favorite, uh, because everyone loved this idea too, Uh, you collect these worms, whatever, you're kidding. Excuse me?
1: The jellyfish.
0: No, that's a lie. Those were not jellyfish. (laughs) You can only collect five of them, and those are your uh, projectile weapons. Because you can't just hit things with a net.
1: You can't do that. Well, Actually, I discovered if you do the double jump thing, like the butt thing, you can actually jump on top of stuff. You can't normally jump on them. You have to butt slam down on things.
0: Right. But there's a lot of spikes and a lot of things that prevent you from actually being able to do the butt slam.
1: Yeah, and if you're off by like a pixel or two, you get hurt.
0: Right, so not worth it because it's very frustrating. Uh <coughs> so <laughs> when you put all put all that together, uh, the game is an incredibly frustrating two D platform that is that does just doesn't work, even though I think it looks pretty good visually. Plays like ass. Um, yeah. I was very shocked to find out you could beat this game in like two hours. <laughs>
1: Well, considering I play like 15, 20 minutes, I beat the first chapter. So, yeah, it's not that hard.
0: It's not long at all. And considering that the game goes for about five bucks, uh, you know, <laughs> I guess it depends how big a SpongeBob fan you are. But, man, could you imagine spending $60 and the game only lasts like four hours?
1: Tops. Mm-hmm.
0: On the top end. Yeah.
1: No. Not only that it's everything underwater, the one level where you are in a uh, whatever the squirrel place is, then you have to jump into water every so often. That's fun.
0: Yeah, the op- yeah, the opposite of drowning. you well, I guess it's still technically drowning, but <laughs> you get the idea.
1: One of the twigs that launches you up didn't want to work, so I died because I couldn't go anywhere.
0: I couldn't get up that fucking twig either. I was like, "Okay, just jump, please. Just jump. I'm I'm swear I'm pressing at the right time. Oh look, I jump. Oh, I went left. Great."
1: <laughs> Sometimes one of them you just have to walk on and it. Just sends you up. You don't even jump. It just sends you up. If you jump, it doesn't work.
0: I hate this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I hate this game. Well, for my money. I want to start by saying I've only seen bits and pieces of the actual Spongebob show and what I saw never really grabbed me. I think it was just past my time.
0: Yes, it was made for kids with ADD.
2: (laughs) Just felt like a lot of the humor just didn't land with me. I think I just saw it it done better in stuff like Looney Tunes and The Simpsons. I agree. So seeing it on Spongebob just didn't make me laugh. You can imagine how surprising it is to me that the show has been going for 23 years and counting.
0: Wild, isn't it? Yeah. It's very popular, despite our opinion.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's got so many memes made with it, so, of course. And I couldn't find a copy of this game, so I watched YouTube videos. Uh Or Or more like I was way too lazy to find a copy, so I just... I
0: do not blame you, sir.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was also too lazy to boot up or get an emulator somewhere. And yeah, I pretty much agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. It's very box standard platforming, although it's from what I could see, it's pretty, pretty frustrating. I mean, with like launching the jellyfish with the the net you can only do it at like a downward angle from what yes, i could see.
0: It is terrible. There's nothing redeemable about this game to me.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I mean the 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 graphics look just okay, although the character animations are kind of lame. I mean, Bob doesn't even move when he's standing still. It just stands there you're looking all doofy. Although the environmental parallaxing is good. But again, not much to say about this one. For pretty bog standard, kind of frustrating at points. I fail it.
0: Oh, yeah. Big fail from me.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Definitely fail. All right. This game sucked.
0: <laughs> game, this game sucked. Game terrible. <laughs> Success, Joey. You have Which succeeded. Is why
2: I chose it. Yes. <laughs> It hits all like the, the kind of shovelware that they bring out for the like, that like at the time, like licensed movie games. It's it's just like the same shit, just low effort, nothing to write home about. Just relying purely on the license to sell it.
1: Uh, yep, that's why this thing collect all checked all the boxes. One, it was a TV based game, so you know it was probably gonna be bad. <laughs> Two, underwater, so it's just perfect. Just perfect <laughs> storm. <level.
2: laughs>
0: oh man! Well, at least we got some laughs out of it. Uh, so I'll just go first. I guess my favorite game <laughs> of the two is Echo: The Tides of Time. I guess.
1: See, uh, you liked it. Bam.
0: N- no, <laughs> no. You uh,
1: like Echo? That's all I'm hearing.
0: It gets a D. A D. D is in doorknob. I guess. Uh, and SpongeBob gets an F out of me. Very, uh, very unsatisfied with these two games.
2: <laughs>
0: Colin, what's your grades?
2: Uh, like, obviously, Echo is my more favorite one.
0: Oh, obviously, right.
2: <laughs> and for Tears, I guess I give it a very low C. And for Spongebob, I give it a very low D.
0: Mm, okay. Joey.
1: Uh, Echo is my favorite. Uh, I'm going to give that a C. And uh, Spongebob gets a D. Oh,
0: okay. There C's was a game
1: a there that was longer than 20 so, minutes. So. You can round it down to an F if you want. See, don't don't mind if I do. Twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you have to round Echo up to a C.
0: Of course, that was... Uh... So that's what I did. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our overall worst uh let's see. I'm looking at some past grades. Uh ooh, let's see. Yeah, I haven't seen anything I'm not seeing anything like in the recent past <laughs> that has this low of an overall score.
1: Good, I succeeded. There's a couple Cs there. Uh We had the D uh and we had a and C on uh the one twelve.
0: Yeah, episode, well I'm seeing a and on episode uh ninety two, which was from May in twenty twenty one.
1: And one thirteen. So we had a couple decencies earlier. Girl power and controversial were two DNCs. Yeah. And
0: okay. then the Puzzle Platform was two Cs. Alright. So, uh... <laughs> a C and an F. This is our worst topic no, that we can go back.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've gave a game an F. Uh, looks like... Really, was the International Track and Field was the last F?
0: Oh, man. And we, we spent a lot of our childhood mm-hmm. playing that piece of shit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the last F we've seen. We don't really have that many F's, surprisingly.
0: We need to get more. We need more 3DO games. That'll solve that.
2: <laughs> oh goody! <sighs> <laughs> it's
0: okay. So tentatively, uh, this podcast is still scheduled. Uh, the next one is still scheduled for October 30th when we record. So Halloween theme is my pick, and I'm just doing Spooky Town game that takes place in a spooky town. How about that?
1: Spooky. I'm Spooky. just going to be too scary for me. I don't know if I can play it.
0: There's particularly one game that really caught my eye that I'm super curious to how that turns out and another one that I think uh, we're going to talk a lot about. And without spoiling the game exactly, I've never played it.
2: So you about bastard. That?
0: Yeah, this will be the first time. So dragon. hopefully it's Dragon Quest V and only that game for the next couple weeks. Uh, Everything is tentative on how my house buying works out (laughs) that weekend. Either way, I am leaving this apartment. Fingers crossed for me, guys. And that will do it. Ready. That was episode 123. See you next time. Bye. Bye now.